Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Much like Luca's buzzer beater, we're feeling a bit off this morning. It's the Boosted <laughs> Devices Podcast. I'm your, uh, I'm your host, Don Denham. With me, as always, my fellow Mass fan for life, my bro host, Ruben Tomas, a.k.a. Reddit Mavericks. How are you doing, sir? Uh, better than you, because I guess I drank more <laughs> water last night, but <laughs> I was more hydrated than you were. Yeah, I got I got mauled by the tequila bear last night, but it's fine. Oh, uh, that's what it was. Oh, well, you know, it's a buddy's <laughs> birthday. And, gotta do it. And he, he, got, he bought a shots called Mexican Candy, so I'm sure nice. that's what that really was. And yeah, it was a good time. I, I think it was basically just like a... A, a, a jolly rancher of some sort with tahine on the side of it. Nice. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man. Yeah. Anyways, but no, I'm actually not doing that poorly. I mean, we still uh, we uh, went out for dinner, but they were showing the Mavs game, thankfully. So I was able to watch. Uh, what, which was what was too close of a game, uh, in my opinion. I think that that game should have been. Uh, we, we should be blowing out the the. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard less Clippers, and instead uh, we lost a, a close game to them. And I, I don't know. I think that was us playing down to the competition. I don't know if that was just mental fatigue from the trade deadline. Either way, it wasn't a great look. I mean, you know, Luca got a sort of open look, but it was just, just you know, airballed the uh, last minute three or sorry, last second three and. You know, yeah, you're gonna. I'd rather him do that in a regular season game that doesn't matter that much versus a, a playoff game. So uh, I'm really not too worried about it. Feel that. I mean, you know, looking at this week of games, though, I mean, we had a pretty good week. You know, sure. Um, going three, I think. I don't know if we included last week's uh, Atlanta Hawks game in this, but I mean, we went three and one this week. If we include that game, so sure. you know, I'm not. I'm not upset. Um, no, sort, I, just, I just feel like it, it's like. These back to back suck because if like usually you can win one like one's winnable but right. uh, but you're seeing the same team again like after like forty eight hours and it's like okay like you know they're gonna be adjusting something you know if they lose so or if they win you know um, which apparently happened last night I don't know like again I'm not a, I'm not a technician I'm not a tactician I don't know anything about like how the sport works besides the ball goes in the hoop. <laughs> um, so that's why I mean, you brought squish and I on. I understand. Yeah. It's exactly why I brought squish and Don in on this. Um, I mean, like looking back at the games, I mean, like obviously we destroy the Pistons, which I mean, should have been a given. Um, sure. Was sad we, because Cade Cunningham didn't play, but right. You know, I mean, it was, was interesting that they put Isaiah Stewart on Luca. I thought that was a weird idea. 
I guess maybe whenever you are just outmanned, you know, you when you just don't have like your best, like when you're already not a very good team and your best players out, you're, I'm sure it's just a matter of like, all right, time to get weird tactically and see if any of this might possibly work. So, yeah, uh, you know, I've been looking at looking at their like Sadiq Bay, which was the guy that we all wanted, uh, went one for 11. So I was like, oh, that's not a good. <laughs> Good indication of how, how he's doing. Um, Jeremy Grant, who did not get moved in the trade deadline, thank God, um, was five for sixteen. Uh, just not a good game for a lot of people, for a lot of their guys. Um, sure. Of course, of course, our guy is just going the fuck off, which was nice. Um, again, thirty point win, really cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm totally cool with that. With them continuing that trend. Um, yes. Next. You know, next game, uh, Clippers first uh, round one. I guess the Clippers uh, here at home, um, winning one twelve to one hundred five. Um, yeah, pretty fun. You know, fun game. It was kind of cool to see, like, you know, the 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 Clippers new guys, like Norman Powell, Norman Powell. You know, play a little bit. Um, Robert, you know, Robert Covington. Like, I think those are gonna be really good pickups for them. Unfortunately, <laughs> depending right. on if uh, I think I think for sure Paul George is coming back. Um, I think Kawhi Leonard is still kind of in the air. No one knows what Kawhi's doing though, so he's like Batman. You know, he just shows up at the, <laughs> just shows up at the fucking worst times. <laughs> um, so we don't know in, if it's going to be Ben Affleck. We don't know if it's going to be Robert Pattinson. It's just which I'm very excited for that movie. But uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm glad one of us is. Dude, I just I, I love I'm, Robert I'm, Pattinson. So. Oh, Robert Pattinson's I, I, he's really come a long way since Twilight. Like since, yes. uh, since watching him in like The Lighthouse, I'm like, oh, this guy can actually act. Yeah, he can actually act his ass off. Yeah, I was like, fuck yeah. yeah he's actually a very talented man. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, looking at this game, the the first uh, Clippers game, you know, Luca going 17 for 26. Obviously, career high 51 points. That was great to watch uh, live. Um, oh, he, did, he did Bobby's number. He did. I know. I tweeted about too. I was like, "Oh, like he did. He honored Bobby by <laughs> on the, on <laughs> the day dead. on the day that KP gets traded too, which was like an amazing like storyline little thing." Uh, well, I think it's also just like I I, I am very int- I, let's just kind of get to it. You know, I think yeah. Fuck, let's talk about it. Yeah. last night's performance. I felt like you know we could have used a little bit of spacing. We could have used some secondary ball handling <laughs> and probably some scoring off the bench. There's like a I couple rebounds it, that we should have gotten, like you know, like sure. Well, and also, I just I think, well, that the rebounds won't have. Well, no, no, probably not. I mean, like we are going small ball with with the the moves that we made. Now, granted, KP, I I I guess with the trade, my thoughts are on it is that um, I love the idea of KP more than I think the actual execution of it, and. You know, yeah. part of it was just we we weren't even getting. I don't think he played half a season for, like at at any point. <laughs> you know, we we've had him for less than half of this contract duration. I mean, like one of those was like the year we got him from the Knicks, and they were just like, you know, yeah, rest, bench them, yeah, rest, we're tanking, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Um, but it's like, um. I never felt like they really meshed well. I, I never thought we got the best of KP and best of Luca on the same court. You know, it kind of always felt yeah. like either or. And that's, you know, that doesn't really, it, that's not really helpful if your two best players don't play well together. 
So yeah, yeah, and like like on paper, like it, it would have been amazing, you know. Sure. Um, there are a few games where I was like, oh yeah, like they work really well together. Like I, my media mind, my media thought always goes back to the uh, Mexico City game, where it's like, right, they seem to be firing on all cylinders ago. Like they were really connected. They had a, they recreated the, uh, you know, Dwayne Wade LeBron dunk. Yeah, <laughs> Allie from back in the day. Um, even though it's hilarious because it definitely does not look like that. But um, uh, I mean, like it is what it is. Uh, you know, the experiment failed. I think it, yes. it was a sign. It's a sign of uh, organizational growth to go ahead and just like pull the plug now. Um, other yeah. rather rather, th- rather than you know like try you know rather than like okay like let's say like he's killing it when he comes back this year and then gets hurt. And then that's that's like the injury, you know, that takes him out, like, um, right. which models like a, like a almost like a Chandler Par- Parsonesque thing, you know, where it's like, yeah, damn, sure. dude, like he's really really hurt now, like fuck, like what do you know? Um, mm. So I that's mean, a very, that's a good comparison, or it felt, or fan wise, it felt very similar of like how I felt with Chandler Parsons as I do with Porzingis, where it's like, oh, if this guy reaches his full potential, like we're gonna be really really good. And like he got there in certain points, and we're like, "Wow, this guy's hitting on all," and then he's not available. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, that, I, I, I know. I had a few wizards like fans like coming to my mention, just asking questions, like, "Hey, like, how's KP look?" And I was just, and then you know, I co tweeted and had other people like respond, and b- the basic consensus was that when he's on, like, he's fucking on, and when he's like not, when he's not on, that means that he's not available. You know, um, I will say I will not miss. Uh, the posting up of a uh, six three guards and <laughs> not being able to finish or, or failing to do so or yeah. pulling up in front of someone that's a foot shorter than him and not being able to hit a shot. Yeah. Like you know, there's like, certain, there's certain things where it's like, man, I understand like the high upside of of KP and 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 want that, <laughs> but I also fully understand that just like that's just not what's. I don't know. He he just didn't. He never, we never got Nick's KP. And I think that's the, the sad part about it is like we either got hobbled KP that did his best. Like, now granted, hobbled KP was still a good, good for 20 and eight um, any given night. Um, but I mean, like to be paying Luca money to that and it doesn't necessarily work well with what you're doing. I, I mean, I, I get why they cut bait, it, it makes a whole lot of sense. And like you know, looking at the uh, the pieces we got back, um, and also you know, giving up a uh, second rounder, which I think is has to be conveyed within a certain like range of where the pick and fall for it to actually convey. Um, right, really weird. I don't understand how picks like work anyway. But um, I'm a mouse fan. Um, but um, I will like you know like the piece that we got back. Okay, like Spencer did when he was a guy that I I did want you know in the off season. That was one guy that I wanted. Um, Davis Bertans was another dude where I was like, yeah, like, you know, if he can hit that 40, you know, percent mark from three, like I'm fucking down. <laughs> um, um, I remember like a lot, I have some friends who are Spurs fans and they were very mad when, uh, you know, Davis Bertans was like, no, fuck you guys. I'm going to the wizards. Um, cause they wanted them, you know? Um, well, I don't think but, anyone argues that that's a good contract. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, no, yeah, no. I, I don't know. There was a lot of people in my mentions as well that were just talking about it's like, oh, they're two bad contracts, and if they're not any good, how do you, it's like, listen, it's just frankly just easier to move sixteen million dollars a year than it is thirty one, 
And yeah, I, I also just think like they can help our team. Like, and I think them being available is better than like, well, and, and again, I think what we're doing is we are selling the high ceiling for a higher floor, which sucks, which doesn't, that's not exciting. But like, to be honest, where I felt we needed the most improvement wasn't just like, we need this starter to make this huge difference to really shake up what the Mavericks are doing. Like the Mavericks have been doing pretty well. I mean, like, you know, we're, we're top defense offensively. We could be a little bit better. And I think we added some offensive pieces. Like I, I, I think Denwitty's going to dominate in the second, the second unit. Yeah. I think that's good. Yeah. And I think, I think he was starting with, uh, with, uh, with the wizards, which, you know, God, you know, God bless him, but he's not, I don't think he's really a starter, you know, the way that we would like him to, you know, the way people would like him to. Um, I, heard also, I also think that maybe it's harder to play with Bradley Beal than people are giving it credit for. That's what it sounds like. Like looking at like, like obviously like listening to like, you know, Berton saying, oh, you know, guys were fighting for minutes. That's why I like it sucked here and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, like maybe like, maybe like it's more the organizational thing. Maybe it's more of like the players that are already there, you know. Maybe there's a reason why Bradley Beal hasn't been moved yet. <laughs> we don't know why. You know, that's, re- that's maybe part of the reason. Um, I don't know, man. Like, you know, I because I day of the trade, you know, I'm glad we did not record the day of just because, um, like, I remember thinking, like, we should record after. And I was like, no, I'm at work, blah, blah, whatever. Like, you know, we can't really record right now. I th- I'm glad we didn't do that because I think, I think those emotions, you know, coming in from that standpoint where it's like, Oh my god, we find off Kristaps' contract, but oh shit, we took on two shitty ones. You know, I think like that mentality, like it's already <laughs> happened. Like there's nothing you can really do at that point. You know, like sure, you know, I, we're not Nico or Mark. You know, we don't make the moves really. So um, yeah, I I think part of it too is that I think people really wanted the KP thing to work. You know, yeah. and, and I get it because when when we got KP, it felt like wow, this is a game changer for us. And you know, there was there was. I mean, like, the Knicks felt a real element of sadness. And, I mean, like, ultimately, you know, if you think about, like, over the course of what of, of our our transactions in the past three years, you know, the assets that we started with, which was DeAndre Jordan, Wesley Matthews, and Dennis Smith Jr., ultimately. And that turned into, in three years, Spencer Didwitty in – Bertans, it, that that's not like a huge loss. You know what I mean? It's not like we we tried it for like a young guy and that young guy just didn't do anything. You know what I mean? Like, and and with KP, we thought we were getting this, you know, needle moving star. And like, I mean, he got hurt during the bubble, and that's really where he could have. You know, that's that's what that's the big what ifs. You know, um, and I feel like that's like most of what the Porzingis era was was like. This will be great if we can do this, and it just those ifs never happened, you know. And that's that's what sucks is like we never saw the full potential of it, uh, be it because of like petty bullshit or stuff with Rick or injuries or I mean also part of it's fit. Like it's like do we want this? Like I mean he was a good rim protector when he tried. And like, and when he was healthy, frankly, it's like, in theory, a 
like you know like Luca is a perimeter guy, but to be honest, it sounds more like Luca is better compared to someone like Giannis that you know like kind of gets the ball at the top and makes something happen and creates that way. So it's not like we need a low post presence, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so like this feels definitely like a more modern like we are going for small ball. Stuff. It, to be honest, I, I like that more. Like, I'd much rather have a depth of guards that I trust handling the ball than us having KP that can create his own shot or set it up. Well, he, that's a, well, he doesn't really create his own shot. He has to be kind of set up for it. Sorry, I take that back. And it's just like, uh, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I feel underwhelmed by it. And like, you know, KP was a star as a Nick. Like, he was like, the other unicorn you know he was like kd and Giannis, and it's like I, I i just don't think he's panned out to be that i don't know if he will be that again and i i hope he does well in washington i'm not I'm, i don't hate you know i don't have the kp hate i'm just like you know it wasn't really that great of a fit even though he put up some stats you know yeah that's yeah and i mean you know, i'm more ex- i'm excited to see kind of what happens now i feel like you know Again, you know, trading away him for two other bad contracts, even though they're smaller, you know, kind of seeing like maybe there's a move down the line, right? Nico can finally, you know, well, what I spread his wings and do so. Well, what I see is uh, two players that could that are not as good as KP, but could still contribute to a winning team, and. If it, if it doesn't work out, which and historically speaking, that's usually the case with the Mavericks transactions. There's more flexibility going forward than like, you know, we don't want to be in a John Wall situation where a guy's making so much money that, you know, in order to trade him, we have to give up something we don't want to to get him, you know? Yeah. And I mean, like that conditional second round, pick, who gives a shit? That's so that that's such a. <laughs> That's yeah. not even a, that's not even yeah. a person. Like <laughs> you know, there's no guarantee that that's that's even a player that's a you know a consistent G League starter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's that's kind of my thoughts on it. Um, however, I do have some Spencer Dinwiddie thoughts. If if you are interested, yes, let's do it. Please so, no funds. Uh, no, no, no. That, okay. I was very I was very happy that uh, he doesn't shoot threes. He shoots NF threes, but that's beside the point. Um, you God damn it. God. <laughs> Anyway, so I was I was crushing some tape. Oh, sorry, one second here. I am messing with an instance burger. Anyways, so uh, I was crushing some tape, watching. I, I wanted to watch good Dinwiddie and bad Dinwiddie, because uh, and and what were the differences between? So I watched uh, a couple of you know pretty good games and like what did he do well for the nets when he was when they were like the d'angelo nets and then what was he like with kd what was he really doing right and you know his his role start diminishing and diminishing and then um you know he also got hurt so i was like all right does he doing some of the same things as a net as a wizard you know but is he trying to do the same things and then it's messing up or is he doing the same things like, like, is it a circumstance kind of thing? Is it a setting? What's going on? And so what I kind of gathered was that he is uh, he's a he's a solid ball handler and he can create his own shot a la, you know, Jamal Crawford-esque. Um, 
a guy with a good handle that's the thing that he seems to be really good at is driving and kicking like he is he wants to set people up he wants to like he wants to get those assists um he's really not just like a you know a ball stopping guard but he can he can create something if he needs to in watching him in brooklyn it wasn't just that he was a little bit faster cuz cuz i think literally it's he's just not moving the same way as a wizard and it didn't look like because he just didn't have that same burst. Like, uh, remember, okay, like, we saw Wes Matthews, you know, Portland Wes Matthews versus Wes Matthews as a Maverick. Those are two different people. You know what I mean? Like, Wes Matthews was trying to do the same shit he was doing in Portland, but he was just, his, his legs did not keep up with that. You know, he had to change who he was as a player to keep playing. You know what I mean? So with Spence... After the injury, like I'm seeing some of his good wizard games, and he had that same burst, that same creativity. His shot was looking all right, but like when I was watching some of the bad games, he's he's passing out of good opportunities. Like I, it it looked like someone that was like on their third shift in a row at McDonald's, and they just don't want to be there, <laughs> you know, or just kind of <laughs> drag, like just kind of like fuck. All right, well here you you do it and. Uh, so I, I guess I'll throw up a shot. Like it, it, it is, it is uninspired basketball. And granted, I thought felt that from the entire Wizards team. And now, granted, a couple of those those games that I was watching, they were getting blown the fuck out. But it's like, but that's what like, Beal was playing too. You know what I mean? And it's like, I don't know. There's this whole. I think there's just some real weird culture problems between like, uh. I think the the Laker boys coming in from the Westbrook trade, the fact that like what was it we already like there some of their new additions are already traded to other teams, like Montrez going to Charlotte and right, yeah. 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 And and it's just like, you know, you got these Laker guys that have kind of like a chip on their shoulder because they've they won a championship technically. Um but then like, you know, Dinwiddie's wanting to come in and like really like inspire the guys and be a leader and they just said, No thanks. We don't we don't need one. And it's like and then you have Bradley Beal who just it's never his fault that the Wizards suck you know it, that's I think really what it comes down to is that he I think he was just tired of busting his ass to have guys pass up on open looks or just like not really care and not really play like there was a, a feeling of like kind of like lethargy and like hopelessness and in, in watching those Wizards games where it's just like it, it just doesn't look like it's a it's trying to put a bunch of square pegs in round holes, you know, like, yeah, we've, we've got, you know, Denny Abija just like, you know, doing his thing. I don't know. There, there, there was a whole little, I don't know. Uh, when I was seeing that say, I was like, man, this looks like a guy that just like, I, I really think a change of scenery will go a long way. And the things that he does well, he can still do well. Uh, and I just don't think his stat sheet properly shows what his abilities are. That's kind of what I'm getting at. Um, so yeah, I think ultimately, I think I'm really excited to see him play. I mean, like he could still be a, you know, a bomb, you know, he could, he could just be like, maybe he's just an uninspired basketball player, but I think like this looked like good player in a bad setting that looks worse on a stat sheet. Yeah. Feel that. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I'm, you know, I think it's great that you looked at all that tape though. Cause I was not going to do it. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, and, and by look at, I mean like, you know, spent. 20, 30 minutes just kind of watching right. different games and like, all right, how is he moving? What's he doing? Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. It, it wasn't just watching highlights. I try. I actually try avoiding highlights. Like those guys are highlights, you know. They, they, well, yeah, and it's just like I, the 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 crowd popping moments are not really. Also, that's not really what Dinwiddie was known for. You know, he was actually he's kind of more of a boring ball player. Like he's yeah, he really is. <laughs> well, because it's like yeah, he handles well. You know, he 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 will always lay up more than a dunk. All of his dunks are just like <laughs> look more agenda like. George Gervin, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's also what's funny about Spencer Dinwiddie. He's 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 really not that old. I want to say he's like you know twenty five, twenty eight, something like that. Like, he's still in his twenties, but he just looks perpetually like forty five. Uh, yeah, he definitely he's, does. And, and is it? Do you think it's because his name is Spencer Dinwiddie? He sounds like an ABA player. He does like uh, the, the definitely an ABA player ass name. Yeah. Like <laughs> Spencer Dinwiddie playing for the Albany Patroons. No, I say like with the Wizards, he has this afro and everything, so he just looks like and like it's almost like a, it's almost like a Colonel Sanders like mustache goatee thing. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I can definitely see like yeah, he's only 28. Wow, what the hell, like, right? Yeah, but he just looks he just looks like a, a landlord. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, it's great. I'm I'm excited to see Spence in a Mavs uniform. I think really, I think because there's actual there's some buy-in with this team, like. I think there's just it, it's it's something that I think a lot of teams play up whenever a team's not doing well, but it seems like we've got pretty good team chemistry. Guys are pulling for each other, like I, I don't know. I I think everyone you know people are behind Luca. They're happy to support him, but it's also like I'm loving the uh, uh what was it when Dodo got his contract extension? They were playing like was it get paid or something? Yeah, it was remember. about yeah, yes. And just like just how stoked they were for each other, I don't know. I'm I'm always happy to see that kind of shit. Which speaking of, like, God bless. I, I and you know I I'm also the social media dude, so like, I you know I will check like everyone kind of. I didn't see almost every player uh, do the like farewell KP thing on Instagram, uh-huh. but I did see everybody do the oh shit Dodo got paid thing on Instagram. Um, you know I'm very happy Dodo got paid. Uh, um, just as a purely like, like just you know go, going from undrafted to uh, you know like generational wealth. That's awesome. Absolutely. Um, well, and also you know, the the quote about his mom working at like the church's chicken or something. Yeah, dude. Like while he was like his first couple years in the league, and it's like, dude, like mom's never gonna work again, which is awesome. Um, also yeah. just like also just like him, uh, like I don't know, like he's such a cool dude, and I mean, like even even if you're looking at this purely from like a contractual um i guess like as a pure like money like number standpoint like that is a very tradable that will be a very tradable uh contract if that ever needs to happen hopefully just, not though because i, I love think, Dakota. I, I think 15 mil is like the going rate for a starting rotation player you know yeah, yeah. and it's like if if that is what he is then yeah he deserves that and like yeah i think he, he he brings a little bit of the mean that we very much need in this team yeah um it, i like that he is more of the quiet type <laughs> he's more of the quiet and scowl and like be intimidating that way than it is like guy that's chirping at the refs the entire time yeah. which is great because we can't have another luca no we cannot so and yeah. uh i i feel like i think the potential of spencer and Bertans coming in here and contributing to that culture and like you know do, getting in or you know being solid role players and rotation guys i think that has a benefit 
I think we could benefit from that more than just like the very like we are colleagues, we are doing an, a collective job. That is what we're doing, and that's kind of how I felt with KP most of the time. It's just like it never felt like all right, KP is one of the guys. It always just kind of felt like KP and the Mavericks. Yeah, yeah. That's what I, yeah. So, I mean, overall, I'm 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 turned around on the trade. So you know, yeah, had to, had to do it. Um, I'm, let's I'm going so, to get into questions. Let's go and get into questions. Good. All right. Uh, first question comes from Dalton, who is no longer the Texas Waffle. Uh, he just, his name is just Dalton right now. Um, What's up, Dalton? First question has to be uh, who you got in the big game today. Obviously, we're recording Super Bowl Sunday. Sure. So who do you got? Um, so I am. This is one of the few times where I'm just like, I just ho- have, hope both teams have fun um, <laughs> because I, I am so I'm so happy for the Super Bowl because on one hand, you know, you got you know former Dallas kid uh, Matthew Stafford winning for a chip, you know, going for a chip, and I think like I think the Rams will win, but if I am rooting for the Bengals because that's just a more fun story. And also Joe Burrow is just like the reincarnation of like Joe Namath in like the most zenial way ever. It's great. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Joe Burrow. I love Jamar Chase. I love like all those dudes. Um, yeah. Matthew Stafford, obviously going for a ring. Uh, and then we have uh, Von Miller also going for a ring. Who's from DeSoto. So it's like, cool. Um, like yeah, my heart, yeah. My heart, <laughs> my heart and soul want the Bengals to win, but yes. my brain and my betting line says uh, Rams. So. Yeah, I think it's also like <laughs> it is cool that it is the first like home court advantage Super Bowl. I uh, mean, last year, last year, Tampa. Did Tampa do it? Oh, did Tampa do it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah that was oh. last year. Yeah, I know. Just, Time doesn't okay. exist anymore. So. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, yeah, COVID year. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, but still, second I, time. Way, back it, to back. It's, okay, so still second time. But what's also weird is that like the Super Bowl is such an international game. Like, it, there's not a whole lot of like football fans at the Super Bowl. You know that those are like places like McDonald's and Boeing and these big companies. You know, shelling out the fit. You know, they're treating yeah. clients to that game. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's. There's a weird hodgepodge of people that aren't necessarily football fans. So, yep. Let's see. I don't know. Uh, his second question on a more mouse note. Okay, this is for you because I'm not doing it. Okay. But, um, give your goodbyes to KP while doing your impression of Kermit the Frog. You know, KP, I think you'd really uh, do really well as a wizard. Um, and we really appreciate you as a maverick. Uh, but uh, no, now it's time to go. Goodbye. Bye. That was so good. What the fuck? Oh, that's, that's, <laughs> turn it on real quick. <laughs> yeah. Say I you're thought... a theater kid without your theater kid. For real, dude. Holy shit. That was awesome. <laughs> All right. I might screen grab that one later, actually. Someday <laughs> <laughs> we'll find it. The unicorn connection. Oh, I'm so sad. Dreamers. Creepy. <laughs> Oh god. Okay, let's see. <laughs> Next question comes from James Grambo. What is up, man? You you don't Grambo. ask questions anymore. You fell he fell off. <laughs> um Yeah, he's um, too he's too busy posting the, the thirstiest things I've ever seen on a dude. <laughs> <laughs> It's him and Reese. Yes. 
Yeah, let's see. Uh, uh, he asks, uh, "What are your top five plays in Super Bowl history?" A lot of Super Bowl questions this week, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, it's it's it's. it's yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm going to a party for it. Um, I think was it uh, the the Steelers catch, um, the Steelers Arizona game that was that was that Antonio Bryant, San Antonio was it. Maybe Antonio Holmes. Antonio Holmes. I can't remember. All all of the Steelers wide receivers like blend together for me. Um, the I think the 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 New England comeback against the Falcons is still one I'll always remember. Just, that's, just like that's the big yeah. one. That's yeah. one that still gets memed like to this day. Well, and it's one. it's also just like I, it is. That's what cemented. You know, there was always kind of like this. He was like, "All right, how good is Tom Brady? Is this Belichick? Is this just a good organization? You know, whatever." And everyone's no, nah, Tom. Tom's the the best. <laughs> like, there's yeah. no question. Um, and I don't know. I'm trying to think of other ones or, or other moments that were really fun. I think um, the. Uh, I think um, also England Patriots uh, with uh, against the Seahawks, mm-hmm. where it's like. Um, no, where like they don't give the ball to Marshawn. Oh yeah, and yeah. Just, it, it, cut, yeah. It cuts. It cuts to Richard Sherman being like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> and no, I was definitely. like, "Well, that sucks." Like, <laughs> I can tell you, my least favorite Super Bowl was the Seattle Denver one, where just like the first play is just a. I think it was a was a safety or a, a fumble for like a it touchdown. Was something dumb. Yes, that was yeah. It was. And it I was just remember a, that. It was immediately a shitty game. Like just immediately. <laughs> That's how you knew. I was like, damn it. Okay. Well, and that's what I'm kind of worried about with this this game. Like, not so much because I think Cincinnati is a bad team. Because it's weird. Because it's like, typically speaking, I just when I predict games, I just go by lines. I go by like offensive line mm. and defensive line, who's yeah. better. And it's just like, but also, I mean, Burrow got sacked nine times and still won. Like, you know, he's he's just a guy that's like gotten the hell beat out of him forever, and it doesn't phase him. So it's like. If anyone's gonna overcome that, it's it's a better yeah. story. It's it's yeah. cooler. And also, I just love the idea of just like this 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 child. <laughs> this, Seriously, he's a child. Like he's this, this child that I don't, I don't know, know if he can grow facial hair. Is he, is he like, old enough to rent a car? I don't. He I don't know if he can grow facial hair. Like I'm just like bro. Like yeah. Like I've never liked a person that couldn't grow a beard. Like Matthew he literally looks like, like he literally looks like, looks like the kid from Home Alone. So we got Macaulay Culkin out here. Yeah. Like. Winning a Heisman, a national championship, and then maybe a Super Bowl. Yeah, in the span I, of like, like like what, like three years, four years. That's like, a lot. yeah, save some pussy for the rest of us, dude. Come on. <laughs> See, next question <laughs> uh, comes from uh, Marasban. He asks, uh, "What are the best last worst case scenarios of the Dinwiddie Bertans trade?" Uh, okay, best case scenario is that Spencer becomes a full time. St- starter or just like basically uh jalen brunson times two you know with with just more length um and bertons is just you know back to his get not only out of his slump but is pretty much just the steve novak role stay in the corner once you're open fire you know just, don't do shit bro just like yeah dude. Just stay there don't even dribble the ball like you, you have two jobs and it is catch and shoot if you do anything <laughs> else you're fired <laughs> like and i think that that's the best case scenario is just like you just have 
Bertans being a six inch taller Peja Stojakovic in the 2011 run. Um, that would be the ideal, like, or yeah, the ideal scenario. Worst case is just like they're, you know, you know, Dinwiddie's actually a, a lot less playing, a lot less inspired. Him just kind of forcing things and like just trying to make certain things work. And then just kind of, if he's, I think it's a failure if both of them are like averaging under 10 minutes a game. Like that's how I look at it. Like yeah. that where they just become non-factors and they're just bench, like any of the bench pieces. Yeah. If they, yeah. If they, if they get relegated to like Frank Nilakina minutes and Trey Burke minutes, you know, yeah. And they're not. Yeah. That, I think that would be the worst case scenario. Uh, best case scenario. I'm gonna go super unrealistic. Um, you know, uh, they end up becoming a uh, really good pieces for a championship team. <laughs> and yeah. you know sure. uh you know i can see uh you know uh berton's hitting the game winner for off a of luke off a of luca pass because luke is getting like fucking quadruple teamed <laughs> um uh that'd be cool uh and obviously you know didn't Din- would he becoming like again just like a fucking amazing player you know with his length and height you know um as a guard um worst case scenario being that uh yeah they just like the the trade sucks ass they you they're so bad we can't even trade them off to anyone else. Um, yeah. Which I don't think is going to happen. I hope it doesn't happen. Uh, you know, Mersbon um, actually had a good... His best realistic was that they'd, they'd play well enough to keep one, trade one. You know? Um, that'd be sure. cool. I'd like that a lot. Um, the worst of them... You, know, you said the worst is for them to be flopping. To have the trade basically flop and having to pay them off their contract, you know? Yeah, um, if we're just that, stuck with them and we don't want them, I think is probably the worst case scenario. Yeah, let's see. Our next question comes from Jay. Um, talk about Lucas' car. He chose the color be- blue because he's going to be a Maverick forever. Obviously, have you seen his new car? The car he was I, driving. I have not seen this new. Oh car. my god, dude! I gotta send you the. I'm gonna see if we can see if we can find it. Jesus, bro! I saw thing. I like it was. I was falling asleep because it was after the game on um, Thursday and I was falling asleep and I was like, what? And I like literally like just checked real quick. And I was like, Oh my God, this is such a nice fucking car. <laughs> Let me send you real quick. I'm sorry to both you and squish. And even though he's not here, just to confuse him a little bit. Um, the car is fucking sick. There's no idea where he got it from. Uh, Porsche. No, no dude. Is it like the, the, the kind of teal looking thing? I'm not a car guy. I'm, I literally just tweeted that. I, I mean, I literally just sent it to the group chat. Um, oh, God. it's so fucking nice. And uh, yeah, um, that's a good way to oh, celebrate. Okay, great. It's a good way to celebrate yeah. the line, I guess. That's more more <laughs> classic. I, I I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, it looks like a is that a charger or a stay? I I don't know. Yeah, I'm um, not a car guy. So I don't but know, it, it, but. It, it is a it is a perfect Maverick blue. It definitely looks American though. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it's that's American muscle. It, it looks like a yeah seventies. Just I'm just not a car guy. I really don't yeah. know. It's seventies, like sixties era Stang. Maybe yeah. I don't know. Let's see. Uh, Chris asks uh, the accountant or Latvian laser. What is the best mouse player's nickname of all time? Uh, I do like the I do like the Latvian laser just because like it's just it's good alliteration and. That I'm implies like, that he's either like a, a sniper or um, some type of robot that yes. shoots lasers. So. I, I like that. Uh, I think I thought three six Latvia was pretty good. 
um, for, for KP. Um, I think, uh, I mean, nothing beats uh, the the custodian. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. The custodian is probably my pick. I think the custodian's probably yeah. Uh, Brian Cardinal is the best uh, nickname all time. Yeah. I, I mean, like we we technically had Dennis Rodman, so he was Worm. I love that. Yeah, I mean, for what, like nineteen games? <laughs> yeah, so you know, um, still, still a maverick for life. He's still on the court. <laughs> yeah, I will say that. Uh, I think uh, trying to uh, create a nickname for Luca was such a bad idea. Remember, they're trying to get the Matador thing going on. I was like, Matador, no, don't do that. Yeah, Luca like, Magic or like the Magician was yeah, one. I'm um, like, that's fine, but like, you know, yeah. Uh, I think. I think there's like a Mudvayne album called LD50. So that wouldn't really work because he's 77. But like, yeah. LD50 yeah, no. is, is some fucking like, it's some sort of death chemical or it's like the amount that. Oh, you, for real? Yeah, I, I can't remember. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking this up. Yeah, listen, listen to me Google live. Uh, <laughs> Let me see what other. I'm trying to think of any other. We don't really have a lot of nicknames in this, in this uh, especially like oh. in this era. Of uh, basketball, it feels like. Um, LD50 oh is the amount of material given at all at once, which causes the death of 50% of a group of test animals. Jesus Christ. God, that's brutal. That's super fucking... <laughs> LD77, could you... No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're beyond the lethal dose. <laughs> oh, man. Let's see. Um, God, Jing- so right, see. Junior asks... Mm-hmm. Uh, What's your favorite Super Bowl halftime show performance? Mm, oh, it's got to be uh, Britney Spears, Justin Timberlake, and Aerosmith, and then Nelly shows up for some reason. Oh, yes, that was a fucking weird dude. <laughs> it was like it's definitely like the most two thousand shit ever. That was like that era. Yeah, it's just like it's the it's late nineties, early two thousands, where we still don't know what what our culture wants or needs. Yeah, so we like you know it's kind of the hanging over boomer stuff of like Aerosmith classic rock and then like we have like this new like boy band thing that's kind of already played out but they're doing it anyways and Britney's still you know queen and awesome and I think wearing a sock on her arm the whole thing I think that was like the look if I recall man the 2000s were so cursed oh Uh, there's so much well yeah I mean like I think the best performance was probably either McCartney or or Prince but I I would say my favorite was the train wreck that was the uh, yeah Um, I don't like like one that needs to never be talked about again uh, and I'm I I am ironically saying that bringing it up Uh, no no, is the the Janet Jackson oh yeah uh, Yeah. that was something that literally if it weren't things to like we, we wouldn't have ever noticed that yeah no um let's see uh my favorite definitely is prince um i don't know man tonight might be a good one tonight i'm kind of interested to see how that goes oh yeah malibu's most wanted uh uh <laughs> <laughs> <half-time> <laughs> yes i'm sorry i'm sorry Mill- millennials uh, most wanted for real um let's see I mean, next I, question I, I just like i like whenever they are at certain destinations and they do something that is indicative of their culture like they yeah. picked a very la half to and i i dug Plus it and I, I also think the addition of kendrick lamar it was very smart because it's like all right let's get someone that's new but as that wouldn't be so out of place because like 
you know, Lil Uzi Vert or whatever would have been a joke next to all of this. You know what I mean? Or like, I would have been, I would have been fucking hilarious. It wouldn't make any sense. You know what I mean? Or like some, you know, I don't know. Or like forcing Jack Harlow on there or something. Like (laughs) no disrespect to Jack Harlow or really Louis or any of these. It's just like that's just a like Kendrick Lamar is the the new flavor that makes the most sense that deserves to be on that same stage yeah. and know, from la so it just makes sense totally just, you know. um let's see next question comes from uh wes mm. if you could have a beer with any mav ever any mav ever um which mav would mm. you pick and what beer would you pair them with let's see deshaun stevenson and he would be i would have a jester king black metal stout with him oh damn yeah, it's a good one. Let's see. Uh, I would pick. Man, who would I pick? I don't even know. Dirk is, too, Dirk is too obvious. No, not <laughs> fucking not. <Dion. laughs> Let's see. Um, Danny, Danny Fortson and a Bud Light. <laughs> oh, bro, no. Give me a. Give me a. Give me a Stackhouse. Because uh, yeah. he was he was the first jersey I ever had. Right. Um, yeah, I wanted to be different when I was like fourteen. <laughs> um because everybody else had dirk jerseys but uh give me stack house and give me uh just give me a, a fucking just like hard-working pilsner sure uh, you, you know, know what? i, I change i, I want to go with steve nash and i want to get a labat blue fuck yeah let's go <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah, yeah. canadian beer Hell yeah let's go <laughs> Oh, I also man. want to recreate that i love like i think steve nash is 41 forever <laughs> Yes, so, I so love great. how much he brings up just the those two that that this ugly drunk. So fucking funny, <laughs> dude! God, they, they're so proud of it too. They just won't admit it, but they're Dirk oh, won't no. admit it, but they're so proud of that fucking photo. <laughs> well, I think also that may be one of my just favorite like human stories yeah. is like basically Steve Nash realizing like, man, this kid is away from home he doesn't like he's good it's like it wasn't a matter of talent it was just about like hey let me just show you how we do things in america you know like it, it just kind of like yeah i'll be your friend <laughs> I, I, I adore that that's it's it's the best so so Wes asked this and some people responded jonas had the best one where he said rodman and i pair him with the whole brewery <laughs> <laughs> and maybe some other things besides alcohol <laughs> um, yeah. let's see um Next question comes from uh, Bro Donald too. Uh, asks uh, favorite KP moment from his time here. I mean, probably the yeah the Mexico City dunk. Yeah, that's probably uh, that's probably it. I think um, my other one would be uh, whenever uh, Luca was out and we beat the Bucks. Um, that was that was cool. the charge. Yeah, that was cool. But yeah, you know, and I remember thinking, "Fuck, we're gonna lose, we're gonna lose by like twenty dudes, Giannis," and uh-huh. we somehow ended up winning. So that's fair. Yeah. Um, Jonas asks, uh, should there have been more trades for the Mavs? I'm sorry. Uh, Jonas asks, uh, should there have been more trades for the Mavs? I don't really think so because it's, I I think then you're starting to mess with just like, we weren't in a position where we needed to tear it down, you know, or make a, I mean, like, uh, one would argue we've already, you know, made the biggest trade we could, you know we moved a bigger piece than I think people thought we were willing to move. Yeah. And so, uh, we kind of did the, let's sell high on this as soon as we can, you know, kind of deal. Um, I think, uh, if you, if you're trading guys like Maxi and 
Powell and Dorian, you know, like, like we we're to trade three of those guys to get a big, you know, some big player, whatever. That's such a huge culture shift. Like that's, that's the, something that you do when you're like, none of this is working. Fuck it. We're tearing it down and starting over. And I don't, I don't think that's where we were at. Yeah, so yeah. I think the only thing I would have done additionally, maybe is to maybe try to get off one of the, uh, I don't know, like a Trey Burke or someone and try to get like another big, you know? Sure. Um, that probably would have been it. Uh, again, like I know Nico said that we're done. Like we're not looking at the, uh, the buyout market, but I think he said that partially also just to make sure like no one's like freaked out on the team. Um, because I, I don't know if I'm a GM, I'm not fucking, you know, spilling out my, uh, my wants unless I'm Daryl Morey because Daryl Morey did that and somehow still got his guy. (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, um yeah the harden simmons trade i like it makes sense basketball wise it's all these things i i it's just two of the things that are the worst parts about current basketball guys just not wanting to be here even when they're in a good situation like i yeah it's just kind of like I, hey, here's a guy that didn't play because his feelings were hurt, and then claims mental illness was the issue. Or yeah, you know, does, no, fuck which, that. Which you know, I mean, he might have, he might have. I don't know. Like you know, it's you know, it, it is kind of weird to pull that card. You know, it, it's um, it's a convenient time to bring that up. You know, it's not like okay, Kevin Love, for instance. Kevin Love has always t- been very up for you know talking about like you know how much mental health has been something that he's really faced and struggled with there in the league. And like, I know it's not just like, you know, you're allowed to keep that private, but it's also to put it out there. Why you're not play Like, I don't know. It's also just like, I've got no sympathy for multimillionaires. Like you're, you're, you are playing a game that you can, that you're already talented and like have won the genetic lottery to be able to play well. <laughs> You know, you are six nine and aren't falling apart. <laughs> that you won, yeah. dude. You have enough to make for your entire like like an entire generation of family if you want. And uh, you you pissed that twenty million dollars away. Like what I would do for a million dollars is unspeakable. I'm <laughs> I'm not proud of what I would do. What I would do for a hundred thousand dollars. How much that would change my life. And we. Simmons pissed away twenty million dollars out of some petty bullshit. Fuck that, and then and, and ultimately got what he wanted. Same thing with Harden, you know. And like you're playing these max contract deals, and you're still it's like, why are you not happy? You have you, you can you, at this point, James Harden could own all of the strip clubs, all of them. You could just buy all of them. <laughs> Speaking of, did you see what that at six or some some Philadelphia yes. area? Yeah, so I was like, yes, ah, I did okay, see I'm that. not gonna yeah. retweet this. But yeah, I, I yeah, uh, th- I saw a retweet of it. It said, "Twitter is perfect. You can't tell me otherwise." Yeah, and it's it great. great. It, she's like, "Yeah, I gave James Harden a lap dance, and he told me he's a sixer." Next day, told you. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking funny. Anyway, um, next question um, comes from Gaspier asks. Uh, can you dunk better than Mausman? <laughs> um, I'm challenging Mausman right now to a dunk off. All right, let's see. Uh, 
last question comes from Joe. Um, will you be rooting for Chris Ops from now on? Yeah, I mean, I, I have no, I have no uh, ill will towards KP. I, I think ultimately he's, you know, it was just a bad fit, and injuries came up, and that's kind of the end of it. Like, I, I hope he does well. I don't, I don't. This is not the same thing as far as like my hatred for Rondo going forward. Yeah, like the thing about me though is like I, and some people will call me call me hard, call me harsh on this, but um, <laughs> you know I, <laughs> I know. <laughs> It's a morning. Um, uh, I I definitely like unfollow like players you don't play with us anymore. Like I just sure. do. Um, the only people that I do follow still are like the uh, 2011 team. You know, just because sure. that's the 2011 team. But um, you know, so I immediately unfollowed them on everything. Cause like, okay, cool, this is done. You know, and I look up like Spencer. You broke up with him. <laughs> yeah, you know, Spencer Dibby stuff is up there, and I don't think Bertans is actually online at all. So I was like, okay, cool. But um. Good for him. I like him more now. Right. You know, like he he has he has his priority straight. But uh <laughs> like, like I'm just like, okay, cool, like like he's gone, like whatever. Like I'm not gonna actively like follow his career. Like mm. if people tweet things on Twitter, like okay, cool, like I'll you know see that if someone retweets it. So you know, I'm 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 I will be very happy to see like how he does, you know, like um obviously when we play against him, I'm like, Oh yeah, he played for us, you know, but um I don't actively root or like not root for people unless it's Rondo. So I think, I think really, yeah, Rondo, Odom, like guys that just kind of did it dirty. You know what I mean? Like, like, okay. When Monte Ellis left, like I was rooting for Monte, you know, like, yeah. And then kind of always have like, I I don't know. I I just don't put like, I don't care about Deandre Jordan. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, more surprised he's still in the league to be perfectly honest um were they still playing significant minutes like it's it's always it's very funny to me um but yeah anyways so so yeah uh i mean best of luck to kp Uh, you know he 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 played his best when he was here and when he was able to so that's really all you can really say about that (laughs) and that's all i can really say about that and that's the podcast (laughs) all right cool end of the podcast uh guys thank you so much for listening um sorry we had some technical difficulties there thank you very much ruben for editing um we're gonna have this up uh before super bowl sunday so we hope you guys have a fun responsible uh Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, have a great time. Uh, follow us. Uh, you can follow me at Don underscore or uh, excuse me. I'll try that again. You can follow me at Don underscore Denim. You can find Ruben at Reddit Mavericks. Uh, we frequently live tweet games. We even do uh, like live commentary on games occasionally. And so just follow us on Twitter. That's usually where you can find most of our stuff. Um, we also are, you know, our website is mffls.com. So please be sure to, uh, you know, just give that a gander. Look at some of the articles we got going on there, uh, game recaps, things of that nature. So uh, this has been the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. Enjoy the rest of your week. Later, guys.